0: Thank you, Steve, for leading us uh, so beautifully uh, this morning into the presence of God. Um, Just seems so appropriate that here we are, um, the Queen's Jubilee weekend, a time of feasting and celebration and parties. And uh, of course, the Festival of Pentecost was a a festival, a party. And it just seems so fitting. As I was thinking about the, uh, the coronation, and on all the events over the weekend i was just reminded again and again that pentecost is really about the the coronation of jesus as the king of kings because jesus is exalted and is king at the right hand of god it is from there that he has poured out the gift of the holy spirit the holy spirit is the spoils of war it is the gift that jesus has poured out because he is victorious over sin and death and evil. So there is a very clear link between what we're celebrating over these four days and Jesus being the King of Kings and uh, the Lord of Lords. It's estimated that there are around 200,000 special lunches taking place around the nation today to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Um, I don't know if you watched the concert last night but I thought it was fantastic and uh, thousands and thousands of people lining the mall and uh, just around Buckingham Palace wonderful wonderful fitting tribute to Her Majesty really enjoyed that it's estimated that around 12 million people have celebrated with jubilee street parties over this four-day weekend. so we're very much in a season of celebration and holiday. If you were in Pentecost, if you were sorry in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost, uh, at the time uh, when the Spirit came, it would have, the streets would have been thronged with visitors, just like the Mall yesterday was. There were thousands and thousands of people all crammed into the Mall. Well, the streets of Jerusalem would have been thronged with visitors all speaking different languages from all parts of the world. Um, At the nine o'clock service, there was a a guy who works for Amazon who parked his van out the front, which he's allowed to do because he was coming to the service, and he was on a break for an hour, and uh, he told me that he speaks five different languages, genuinely, and he said to me, but I also speak in the heavenly language of tongues which I thought was quite a helpful illustration of the day of Pentecost. So he said, I speak in the different languages, but I also speak in the, in the heavenly language of tongues." So I'll come back to that in, in a moment. So what was Pentecost back then? And what does Pentecost uh, mean today? I mean, we've sung, haven't we? That, uh, that old Sally Army song or hymn, we need another Pentecost. Um, But we need to understand what Pentecost meant back then before we can uh, really sing those words and mean them. Well, you're probably aware that the Festival of Pentecost was one of the three Jewish temple festivals when people from all over the world, Jews from all over the world, came to Jerusalem to celebrate. It's a bit like London last night that drew people from everywhere on earth, All loads of different nations were in London yesterday and over the past few days for the Jubilee weekend. Well, Pentecost was one of those um, celebrations for the Jews and it celebrated the barley harvest, but later on in Jewish tradition, it came to celebrate the receiving of the law by Moses on Mount Sinai. You saw in the video how the fire came down on the mountain when uh, Moses received the law, God's presence came on the mountain in fire. And the tongues of fire on Pentecost are so appropriate because it tells us that God's presence rested not on the mountain, but on each of the 120 believers. The word for Pentecost, pente, is the Greek word for pente, is 50, meaning 50 days after the feast of Passover. Um, and that was the that was another of the major festivals. And Jews traveled to Jerusalem from all over the world. Parthians, Medes and Elamites, traveled in from what is modern day Iran. Um, Jews from Mesopotamia, incorporated what is today Iraq, Kuwait and Western Syria. Jews from Judea came from everywhere that makes up modern day uh, Israel and Palestine. Jews from Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, come from what is present day turkey there were jews there from egypt libya and crete as well as jews from arab countries such as saudi arabia yemen oman qatar and bahrain Um, a huge area and lots and lots of different languages being spoken Um, it's difficult to estimate um, how many people were there in jerusalem scholars estimate anywhere between 250,000 up to well over a million um jerusalem's not a big place and you can imagine that the streets were absolutely packed and packed with people speaking in just about every language under the sun it was a time of partying it was a time of celebration it was um i don't think you'd have got the trestle tables down the roads quite frankly they wouldn't have fitted there were so many people But this Pentecost was even more special than any of the Pentecosts that had been celebrated before. Why? Because the Holy Spirit came on each of the 120 believers. And later on that day when Peter preached, 3,000 people trusted in Jesus and the Holy Spirit came on them too. You'll remember from the Old Testament, I'm sure that the Holy Spirit only came on particular people for particular purposes. So we read in Exodus chapter 31, that Bezalel, one of the priests in the temple, received the Holy Spirit so that he could do amazing craft work with curtains and furnishings in the temple. And then Moses and Aaron, the priests, the elders of Israel received the Holy Spirit so that they could minister and lead God's people. We see the Holy Spirit coming on judges like Samson and Deborah, who delivered God's people out of oppression from the Philistines and delivered them from uh, uh, the Philistines so that they could have victory. We see the Holy Spirit coming on prophets like Moses, Elijah, Elisha, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Joel, Hosea, Daniel, and so on. We see the Holy Spirit coming upon leaders like David, King David and King Solomon giving him wisdom and David the wisdom and the power to lead God's people. Particular people for particular purposes. But on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out on all the people. That's a huge shift, isn't it? The tongues of fire separating and resting on the 120 believers is a sign that now the Holy Spirit is available to all believers, not just to Israel's leaders and particular people for particular purposes. And this part of Acts 2 describes what happened when the 120 disciples were gathered together waiting for the gift. When the Holy Spirit came, there were so much signs and wonders, tongues of fire, a wind blowing and rushing, languages being spoken that had never been learned i mean you can you imagine fishermen trying to speak egyptian tax collectors trying to speak persian it's not going to happen without the miraculous working of the holy spirit and all of these signs and wonders drew a crowd the the, the thousands of people there were drawn to the amazing things that were happening when the holy spirit came on these believers in power and it drew a crowd so what did all these signs and wonders mean well the crowd thought that they were drunk you know peter says no it's only 9 in the morning you know pubs aren't open till 11 they can't be drunk Peter gets up to preach, to explain that the disciples were not drunk, but all these signs and wonders that they're now seeing were prophesied 500 years before the coming of Christ by the prophet Joel. 500 years plus before this day happened, Joel had already prophesied all of this. You can read that in verses 17 and 18. Joel had prophesied that God would pour out the Holy Spirit on all believers, young and old, men and women. So what did all these signs and wonders mean then and for us today? Well, first there was the sound of a rushing wind, which filled the house where the disciples were gathered. The word for wind here is the same Greek word in the Old Testament for breath. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, God is said to have breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life, so that Adam became a living being. So the breath of God is the wind of God. Do you remember that old hymn, breathe on me breath of God? Well, that's where uh, the words of that hymn come from. The breath of God, the ruach of God in Hebrew, is the wind of God blowing into these disciples giving them new life in the spirit it's the same breath of God which Ezekiel was told to prophesy into the pile of dead bones do you remember the valley of the dry bones them bones them bones them dry bones hear the word of the Lord we won't sing it oh now you've got it in your head haven't you (laughs) but as Ezekiel prophesied to the bones, the bones connected together, sinews and flesh came on uh, the bones and they became living beings as the breath of God entered them and God raised up an army and this symbolized his people Israel who'd been dead and buried in exile under God's judgment in Babylon. It was a picture of God restoring them to their land after exile, of giving them new life and new birth in the spirit. That's what God's Spirit does. He brings new life where there is death. He brings healing. He brings hope. He brings new life where people are lost. And without Christ, the Holy Spirit comes and he brings new birth. Hallelujah. And he wants to do it today. So maybe you're one of those people. You've come to church today. You've been a number of times, and you've never accepted Christ. You've never received Christ into your heart as king. Well, today's the day to receive the Holy Spirit. If you believe in Jesus, you will receive the Holy Spirit. You will be forgiven, and you will be given new life. Hallelujah. Speak to somebody today. Pray with somebody to get new life. Or maybe you've come and you're a bit, you're feeling weary despite all the celebrations. You're feeling weary in your soul. You need a new visitation of God's Spirit. I'm here to say, God's Spirit is here. Do you know we live in the last days? The Holy Spirit has been poured out, and God the Father wants to pour out the Spirit today. Do we believe this? Hallelujah. I feel some faith in the room today. This is good. Hallelujah. Second tongues of fire separated and came to rest on each of the 120 believers. This recalls Mount Sinai. When God called Moses up the mountain, fire descended on the mountain. God's holy, glorious, majestic, sovereign presence came down. And God said, but none of the people may approach only Moses and Aaron may come up the mountain because God is so glorious, so holy, so perfect, so powerful that only his chosen priests can approach. If the people were to touch the mountain and try to approach God, they wouldn't survive in his presence. But now what happens on the day of Pentecost? Look at what happens. Those tongues of fire rest on each of the believers the mountain that couldn't be approached and touched now comes down and rests on each of the believers the presence of God fills each of the 120 wow the Israelites couldn't go near God's presence they could only see the flames from afar but now the tongues come and rest on each one wow are we getting the gravitas of this aren't we privileged we've become mini temples mini temples of god's spirit where god himself in person can come and dwell that's what pentecost means third each believer was filled with the holy spirit and was miraculously empowered to speak in languages they'd never learned galileans rough north country fishermen and tax collectors had never learned foreign languages, never been to school, hadn't been to university, they hadn't done foreign language courses, TEFL, and yet they spoke in languages they'd never learned. And the crowds gathered there, heard the disciples praising them in their own tongues. Can you imagine that? Um... I've heard testimony. Maybe, maybe you've had. Maybe, maybe you've even spoken in a foreign language you've never learned. I don't know. Maybe you have. Maybe we'll hear about that later on in the service. But God sometimes does give a gift of tongues that is a foreign language. You, you hear of this, and sometimes people of foreign languages have come to faith because god has given somebody a gift of tongues of a foreign language they've never spoken it in their lives i'll come to the other type of tongues in a minute but uh, putting all these signs and wonders together we see that god was pouring out his holy spirit on all believers he was drawing a crowd he was wanting people to call on the name of Jesus so that they would be saved. God sends his Holy Spirit to convict people's hearts and to see that he's alive and powerful so that they will come to trust in Jesus and call on his name and be saved. That's what Luke's gospel and the book of Acts are all about, mission god's powerful presence works for ordinary people like you and me so that jesus is displayed in and through us so that people say i want some of that i want to know this jesus who you know i want to see this jesus who heals the sick i want to see this jesus who gives gift of tongues in worship i want to see this jesus who convicts me of my sin and who speaks powerfully into my life. I want to know him. That's what the Holy Spirit does today. You see, on the day of Pentecost, the tongues of foreign languages were a sign that the Holy Spirit was giving a gift of inspired speech and that the gospel was going from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the ends of the earth. It's a picture that the gospel of Christ is not just for the Jews. It's for every nation on the earth. God is saying, welcome every nation. I sent my son to die for every nation on the planet. That's why there are foreign languages being spoken. That's why there are Jews there from every nation on the planet or in the near ancient eastern world. And this, according to Peter, was a fulfillment of prophecy given to Joel. Um, Here it is in verses 17 and 18. I'm not putting this on the screen today. This is what Joel prophesied 500 years before Christ. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy prophesying according to Luke and according to Peter includes the gift of inspired languages tongues on the day of Pentecost but it also includes God's revelation through dreams and visions let me tell you one story from the book of Acts about dreams and visions there are loads but I'll spare you them. we just have one remember the story of Paul the great missionary, the Apostle Paul, who was called Saul before he was Paul. In Acts 9, Saul, the great persecutor of Christians, was on his way to Damascus to arrest Christians because he passionately opposed followers of the way. But on the way, he was thrown to the ground by a blinding light from heaven. And Jesus spoke to him in Acts 9 verse 4 and said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Meanwhile, in Damascus, there was a disciple of Jesus called Ananias, and God spoke to Ananias in a vision and said in Acts 9 verse 11, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. (laughs) Coincidentally, for in a vision, he he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Now you can imagine Ananias was not too keen to link up with Saul. He'd heard that Saul uh, murdered and imprisoned Christians. But God reassured Ananias and said, look, Saul is my chosen instrument to take the gospel to the Gentiles. So Ananias went and laid his hands on Saul and told Saul, This, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. God in dreams and visions brought Saul and Ananias together and through Ananias, laying hands on paul paul received the spirit and he could see again and he was commissioned and sent through that meeting to be the missionary to the gentiles and through the book of acts you can read about peter receiving a vision of a sheet of uh different types of animals contained within it and jesus saying to him don't call anything unclean that i now call clean changing the food laws of the old testament you can see visions and dreams all the way through the book of acts do you know folks we live in the last days the days of the holy spirit god is still in the business of giving people dreams and visions um i wonder whether when's the last time you asked god to interpret a a dream that you've had was the last time you had a vision or a picture from God, and you wonder, what's that all about? Folks, I'm here to say we should be expectant that God would want to speak to us through our dreams, through visions, and through giving us pictures, right? We're in the last days of the Spirit. God wants to speak to you, and he's saying, are you listening? Yes, even me. He wants to speak to. He wants to speak to me in dreams and visions and pictures, words of prophecy. Uh, Paul said this to the Corinthian church, 1 Corinthians 14:26. "When you come together, everyone has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue or an interpretation." That would have been fun church to be in, wouldn't it? You know, there were so many people queuing up to give revelation that Paul said, look, guys, you've got to, you've got to be a bit more orderly about this. Blocks of three, I just want three. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But Paul said, have them in blocks of three at a time. Folks, we're in the last days of the Spirit. God wants to bring us words of encouragement. He wants to give us pictures. He wants to give us scriptures. He wants spontaneous singing of songs. He wants revelation that will encourage us and stir us and build us up as his church. He wants to send us dreams and visions and pictures that would guide us and encourage us. Are you with me? Hallelujah. You see, people were drawn to... to, um, were drawn to the believers on the day of Pentecost because of the signs and wonders that were taking place. Um, You know, God can even use preaching, right? (laughs) Uh, Peter preached and they were cut to the heart. That's what Luke says. They were cut to the heart. They realized that they were the ones who'd murdered the king, Jesus. But this person who they shouted crucify him, crucify him was now the king of heaven and the one who had poured out the gift of the spirit on the believers. And they were cut to the heart and said, what should we do? And Peter said, repent and believe and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and you will be forgiven. Are you one of those people who's yet to turn to Christ and repent and believe? Why don't you do that today? Why don't you find a Christian Pray with them and receive forgiveness and the Holy Spirit. Turn away from living for yourself and turn to Christ and live for him as Lord and King. Why don't you do that today? I wonder, folks, do we believe really that as we gather as a church that we're in the last days? Do we believe that these are the days of the Holy Spirit who's been poured out on all believers, that tongues of fire rest on each of us and the Holy Spirit is dwelling in each of us, that we are mini temples being built together into God's holy temple. Do we believe this? Well, then let's believe that he will speak to us and let's be ready to share a tongue with an interpretation. Let's be ready to share a picture or a word of prophecy or a scripture or a song Let's be ready to hear the word of God through the reading of scripture or through preaching and let's be ready to respond. Um, I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit would come and bring us revelation and that during the songs that we're about to sing, I'm going to invite people to, to share what you feel God is giving to you. Um, if it 's a word of if it 's a prophetic word, I just ask that you would run it past me first, just briefly before it 's shared with the wider congregation, and also if it 's a picture that God gives you if it 's a scripture, please just share it and speak it out if it 's a tongue, um, please just speak it out and uh, we will wait for an interpretation um, i should I should have said that um, the, the gift of public tongues, which I would encourage you if you, if you, if you have a public tongue, a heavenly language, I would encourage you, speak it out this morning. Don't be shy. Um, God will give us the meaning, the interpretation. We believe that, don't we? God isn't going to give a tongue and then leave it uninterpreted. <laughs> okay. Um, so just speak that out and we'll wait for the interpretation. Um, I'm going to be at the front. So, if you feel God has given you something to share, just run it past me first. If it's testimony, just come and share it. Just come up to the front and and share it. We'll interrupt uh, the singing um, for people to share. Um, but if, if it's something, if it's a word of revelation, a prophecy, please do just run it past me first, so we can discern this um, before we share it. Um, but let me pray, and then let's. I, I want us to wait on God and respond. Lord so excited to be in the last days these are the days of the holy spirit these are the days lord when your spirit has been poured out on every believer and so holy spirit we want to say you are welcome here we we invite you to come among us with revelation with words of prophecy with visions with dreams with pictures for the encouragement and building up and strengthening and guidance of your church Come, Holy Spirit, bring revelation so that we might be built up and strengthened and uh, receive your power. Holy Spirit, just come among us now in power, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So as we're singing um, in response, um, please do come and share. if you some of you you might want to share from where you're sitting because you can't come up onto the stage just put your hand up and tony will come to you with the microphone um so that's that's fine but if you're able to come up and share from the front that would be that would be great let's stand and, and praise god let's respond mm-hmm.
1: red red
0: of that song um, really felt strongly that there's a number of people here who we've sung how I long to feel your touch again I sense there's a number of people here who long for the touch of the filling of the Spirit again so that you might know God's power God's presence God's love God's joy God's fullness in your life So if if that's you, I just invite you to uh, to just make your way down to the front row here. We'd love to pray for you. So prayer team, would you be uh, available just to leaders, uh, deacons, elders, and prayer team? Would you just come and uh, lay hands on people and just uh, ask God to fill them with your Holy Spirit? So just come, just come as the Spirit. uh, If you're hungry and thirsty for more of God's presence, if you need to feel his touch again, Why don't you just come? Maybe if you're not mobile, uh, just put your hand up where you're seated. on the Spirit come Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit God is uh, giving you something just invite you to come and share it maybe it's a tongue maybe it's a song maybe it's a word of prophecy a picture just please share that now please share it as God gives it to you thank you Lord
2: God was just giving me a picture of uh, during when Martin was speaking earlier and then when we were singing that song particularly about let your spirit rain down Mm. and it was a vision of the church this church with people standing inside but with their hands clenched Mm. and God was saying open up your hands and as they opened their hands there were sponges in the hands and just a sense that a dry sponge is absolutely useless that we need to open our hands let the sponges be out to catch the rain to become saturated by god's holy spirit if we stand like this he can't wet those sponges that we've got to open up our hands open up our hearts and our spirits and just be saturated by the holy spirit he's wanting to give the holy spirit He's waiting for us just to open up, open hearts, open spirits. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's Amen. the picture. Thank you. Thank you.
0: If, you're, um, if you're able to stand, uh, would you stand? There's no pressure to stand. You can uh, just seat, be seated. Why don't we just open our hands? If we're happy to do that as a sign that we're wanting to be filled. Our heart's desire is to be saturated with the Spirit of God. Let's have open hearts and open hands to want to receive this morning. Our Holy Spirit, pour out your presence upon us today. We have open hearts and open hands. Fill us afresh. Rain down, Holy Spirit, upon us. Saturate us with your presence and power. Come, Holy Spirit. You are welcome here. Shana
1: i've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. glory of your goodness.
0: Anybody else who would like to share any revelation from God? Anybody want to uh, to share what God is speaking to them? Just to, to impart something to the congregation?
1: Amen.
3: Yeah shan that that the other better yeah daddy at the toy at the band that the boy and the peruya did do amen
0: amen we have an interpretation for that heavenly language thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord, thank you, lord. Somebody bring, somebody got an interpretation for that? Thank you, Lord.
3: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. God gave me this before they even uh, uttered uh, those tongues, but um, he's saying i believe that there are many here including myself who are hard of heart mm. and just as those who received the spirit of pentecost were prepared they they went with expectation but they were cut to the core by the word of god mm. about what they'd done to their jesus mm. and so god wants to prepare us as well and our hearts Amen. to receive fully yes so we must come and be prepared to have our hearts broken first. Mm. Yeah. And realize what Thank we God. have done to our Lord Jesus Christ, what he was prepared to do for us.
0: Yes, Jesus.
3: And come and open our hearts to him.
0: Thank you. Lord. Thank you. Thank you so much. I still believe that we, we're just awaiting an interpretation for that, for that tongue. I, st- I believe God will uh honor this so just gonna wait for that but he's like doesn't could just be the the general it doesn't have to be word for word just what is what was god saying to us thank you nigel for sharing that really powerful thank you lord
1: thank you lord thank you lord oh thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you
0: thank you thank you
2: i don't know if this is the interpretation but it was something that i strongly felt while Mm. the tongues were being said and it was a broken spirit and a contrite heart i will not despise yeah and then just As the tongues went on, there was that verse about if my people will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal their land.
0: Amen. And that's
2: what I I thought.
0: Thank you. Bless you. And that would, thank you, that, that would tie in with Nigel's word, a broken and contrite heart, oh God, you will not despise. God is looking for a humble people, a people who will be broken hearted before him broken hearted about the cross a people who will come to the foot of the cross humbly and with broken hearts to receive from god thank you lord thank you lord thank you jesus thank you jesus so anybody else who wants to uh, thank you for that tongue thank you so much for bringing that tongue anybody else wants to share Hmm. So powerful, isn't it? When, you know, God wants to speak to us. It's so powerful when Spirit comes and reveals the Father's heart, isn't it? So humbling. Uh, God is in the business of revealing Himself to His people. Um, and I sense we're, as a church, we're moving into a new season around uh, Pentecost as we go forward into the next few weeks. We'll be looking at the person and work of the Holy Spirit. God is wanting to release spiritual gifts in his people again he wants to move and work through his people again Um, so come week by week with expectant hearts hearts filled with faith god wants to speak through you he wants to speak through you so come with expectancy and faith to church Um, (laughs) thank you lord um if you didn't if you for whatever reason you didn't come forward to receive the filling of the spirit um we're we're just going to continue in here um you can go by all means go through for coffee and pick up your kids but um if you'd like to receive a fresh